The following program contains important but graphic material. These topics are designed to foster discussion, but may be objectionable to some. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This program is a training program on human trafficking, sextortion, social media exploitation, and child pornography based on actual cases. Our mission is to eradicate human exploitation and bring predators to justice. Now, here is the host of the program, Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. This is Opal Singleton, and we come to you every Thursday morning. It is a gorgeous morning. What am I doing on the air? I ought to go play. No, <laughs> it is beautiful in Southern California today, so I love it. Hey, uh, you can call in to the show. Uh, most people do not because of the fact that this is uh, a show that is often accessed by archive. By the way, the numbers are well over 10,000 now, and it's uh, really, really exciting. You can look at all our previous shows. I was just on our archive page today, and it's at exploitedcrimes.com. You go to listen and go all the way down, and you'll see over 130 hours of these shows that you can download, share. There's no charge for it. Pick the subjects you want. Listen to it while you're driving or or doing dishes or share it with friends. Anyway, the call-in number is 866-472-5788. That's 866-472-5788. And you can always reach me at Opal, O-P-A-L, at Million Kids. By the way, this show is brought to you by MillionKids.org, M-I-L-L-I-O-N. If you go to Facebook and find Million Kids and hit like, you will find just a wealth of information on the things we're about to talk about. So what I want to talk about today is smart parenting in a global digital world. This is one of the greatest, most challenging times in all of history to be a parent. I am absolutely convinced of it. I uh, spoke yesterday to a group of of uh, translators who are learning uh, to this subject so that they can translate it because many of these words don't translate into Spanish very well. And uh, so it was a fascinating thing because you began to realize that these are also parents and they are trying to sort through how do you be a good parent in a digital age. Well, first of all, let me reinforce something. Because of social media, parenting seems to be like one of those bygone thoughts that go on out there. Because our kids have more autonomy than any other generation of young people ever. They are living in a world that most parents just don't recognize. They don't understand what's happening and they almost just give up and resignation on how to deal with it and they kind of alternate I see parenting styles go from thou shall not and I'm taking your phone and you're not getting this and you know I'm going to control everything you do to I give up this thing is way too complicated and I can't do it so it's a broad spectrum of attitudes about uh, parenting because what is going on out there So before I go too far, I want to say, first of all, that don't give up, parents. If there was ever a generation that needed parenting, it is this generation. 
And parenting is not necessarily disciplining, although I am certainly not against discipline. There is a time and a place, and quite frankly, a parent who forgoes putting on um, boundaries for a child is really missing the mark in parenting. Most kids want boundaries, um, you know, to some extent. They don't want to be prisoners in their own home. But they certainly need guidance and, and direction because, you know, we we know growing up, we must teach children, don't put your finger on a hot stove or it's going to hurt. And, uh, and so we're able to do that and do that usually within some normal means of parenting. However, the problem of it is, is with social media, most parents can't tell when the stove's hot and when the stove's cold and when it's okay to put a finger on there and when to keep them far, far away. And so what we're doing is we're entering a, a generation in our society of kids who are having to test out that hot stove all by themselves. And more important, it's being done in a fashion that the parent can't even tell when they get hurt. So it is an interesting time in all of society, but before I get into the technology impact of this, let me just encourage you as parents is don't give up and get involved. The real key here is educating you and yourself all about technology, and it is an ongoing challenge to do this. Uh, I try to assist. There are many, many experts across the United States. I'm not the only one. Maybe I have a different slant on it than many people, but uh, I see that as my mission in life is to help you mom and dad. So I study this stuff night and day, and trust me, it takes every square inch of my brain to absorb all this and then try to refine it down into some English language that you mom and dad will understand. So I get what is going on out there. But the first thing I'd say as a parent is don't give up. Drop down your veil of denial. You'll often hear me say that if you see a father talking to a prostitute on the street, excuse me, a father, (laughs) I screwed that up. If you see a father who sees his son talking to a prostitute, that father is talking to the prostitute, you need to go get him. (laughs) Anyway, if you see his son talking to a prostitute, you go, hey, son, don't do that. You know, you have a mother and a wife, and we respect women and all of the above. But that same father will walk by his 12-year-old son who is talking or having sex with a prostitute in a video game and go, oh, he's on that thing again. It is that veil of denial that we, number one, don't allow ourselves enough time and focus to study it. And number two, there's really not enough resources out there. This is the reason I want to make a video, uh, a documentary for schools to educate our kids. We are putting, for the first time in all of history, we are putting our kids out there in a world that we don't define for them. Neither do we define it for parents. And I want to make this documentary that I give free to every school in America And any parent on earth can then download it. And I think that that is absolutely important to do that. So first of all, be a parent and be an engaged parent. And the way you do that is educate yourself. Now, I have a lot of free resources that you can use. Follow Million Kids on Facebook. I'm not a fan of Facebook, trust me. 
But just go to Facebook, find Million Kids, M-I-L-L-I-O-N, hit like, and start to follow those cases. Now, the reason we post those cases is not to depress you. Some of them are very depressing. But look at it like I do. What can I learn about this? What can I learn about the pedophile? What can I learn about the victim? And what can I teach law enforcement? So you get on there and you start to see these cases and share them with your child. This is how you learn to be a parent in in a digital age. Sit down with this case, not every case on there. But look at this case and go, oh my gosh, look at this, honey. And use empathy. Do not use judgment. Use empathy. Sit with your daughter or your son and say, oh, son, I want you to see this case. Here he is playing Fortnite and he meets what he thinks is a gorgeous girl in a, in a Facebook or in a Fortnite site and they hook up. And the next thing you know, he sends a naked photo. Oh, my gosh. I bet that kid normally would never send a naked photo. It looks like to me he kind of got sucked in by her. What do you think? That's important. Engage them. Give me your ideas because I would never want you to fall prey to this. It looks like to me this kid's pretty smart. How did this happen? And share the case with your child without being so judgmental, without, uh, you know, threatening them, but share with them how this works and say, you know, I'm really grateful that you're willing to share the story with me because this is all new. It's new to you. It's new to me. And, you know, I would never want to have anything like this happen to you or your little sister or your little brother. You know, how do we help you get ready for this next generation? That's how you begin to use these stories. You know, follow this show and share this show with other mothers and fathers out there. You have sisters and brothers and aunts and uncles say, hey, I was listening to this show and, you know, it makes a lot of sense to me. And I think I'd like you to hear it and uh, hear about it and and like that. So that's where you start is you begin to understand the new apps that are out there. We post cases all about new apps that are out there. And uh, that's a chance to share them. I'm going to, before this is over, I've already done a couple of shows on TikTok and I'm going to do another one. And also on Lasso, by the end of the show, we'll be talking about that. Not not necessarily about how bad the app is, but because I want you to understand how different that app is than all other apps so that you can set with your child. You know, I, I just did a, uh, assemblies. I did six back-to-back. I'm getting old, folks. Anyway, I did six back-to-back to 1,400 kids this week. And uh, they know about TikTok, but they don't know how it's designed differently than other apps. This is why we need this documentary. We are putting our kids in a world that we don't understand, and we're putting parents in a world they don't understand. So sit with your kids as on these Facebook pages and talk about, look at this TikTok, or go on to uh, Exploited Crimes. And uh, find the show on TikTok and listen to it so that you're now the expert and you're the informed parent. And then share with your kid, oh, my gosh, this is kind of exciting. 
But it's a little bit terrifying for me as a parent, and I would think it might be terrifying for you as a kid if you don't understand how it works. So let's sit down and talk about how TikTok's made. Let's listen to this show together, talk about how it's made, and then how that's good, how it can be used for good. And then how it can be used for evil. You see, social media is no different than when cars came into our society, television came into our society, you know, Pac-Man came into our society. It is here, it is happening, and we can't go around wagging our finger, threatening our children at the top of our lungs. We have to engage our children. More important, we have to equip them for future generations. This is the first generation in all of history that will lead all generations in all of history uh, that will be connected on the world wide web. <clears throat> Excuse me. And we have to get this generation ready to be leaders. We can't do that by wagging our fingers. But then again, we need to set boundaries because they're in a world they don't understand. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Million Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Do you love sports talk? Can't get enough sports talk? Have we got a show for you. It's about the NFL training camps, Super Bowl previews, a look at the new starting quarterbacks, and weekly key injuries. We'll take your calls and emails right on the air. Former Philadelphia Eagle James Loving is your host, and you never know who'll drop by for a co-host spot or an interview on the spot. Tune in to Loving That Sports Talk with James Loving every Wednesday at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Sports Channel. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, 
chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about the challenges of being of doing smart parenting in a global digital world. <laughs> and this is a tough one, quite frankly. I believe in having some sort of consistency in your strategy. I think that it's important to have a strategy in parenting on this. And, you know, this is going to be really tough because by the time that you and your marriage have teenagers, (laughs) you and your spouse may not agree on a lot of things. Now, so, and, and quite frankly, we all know that more than half the marriages, by the time somebody's reached teenage years, half the marriages are dissolved. So this is really one of the real challenges. But if there was ever a time for a need for unity and consistency in parenting, it is on the subject of parenting in a global digital world. And so I realize that I'm talking about la-la land to some of you. You're like, you don't know my ex. (laughs) I can hear you, and I haven't even met you yet. I know most of our cases, many, many of our cases involve uh, situations that are divorced. And so I would ask you to kind of search your soul if you're one of those people and uh, think about this because this is the fastest way to lose a child. What happens in uh, this situation, first of all, let's talk about before and say that you're a, a family that is not divorced, that you do get along, that you do share a lot of commonality. Before we go into that, uh, let's talk about the fact that it's important that you mom and dad sit down and say, we need a strategy because the key to successful parenting is consistency and having a strategy, not reactive parenting. Reactive parenting in a social media world will just become magnified. Uh, as you grab the phone and throw it away and that kind of thing, then then, uh, then you don't teach a child to be a leader in that situation. And so I realize I'm talking about an ideal world, not the real world. But I want to help you paint a picture if you want to sit down and say, okay, if I, how do I develop a successful social media strategy for our family? The first thing to do is set husband and wife and say what is important here and uh, start to come out with it. One of them is consistency, and one of them is 
literally being a parent, and one of them is setting boundaries. So I, uh, the way I often approach this, and you may or may not appreciate it, it's just my opinion, not the Department of Justice, as we say. Uh, but I usually start out with the idea of, you know, in parenting, this is my phone because I'm paying for it. You know, when you're old enough and you pay for your own phone, well, we'll talk about it. But right now I'm paying for it, so it's my phone. However, I believe in you. And those of you that have followed me and kids know that I believe the four most powerful words in stopping human trafficking are, I believe in you. So I believe in you. I believe that you are going to be smarter than the average bear out there and that you are going to use good judgment, that you are not going to use social media to violate yourself or violate others. So that's, that's where I'm coming from. You are the first generation in all of history that will lead all future generations. And I'm going to tell you, Mom and Dad, I just spoke to 1,400 kids yesterday, day before, and about 1,600 the week before that. And I do that regularly. I'm going to do it again Monday to about 1,200 kids. Most kids want to be leaders, but they are not educated in the world in which they live. So they don't understand when their behavior is leadership and when it's not. So don't be afraid to say, it's my phone, but I believe in you, and I think you want to be a leader. So I'm going to loan you my phone. And, you know, quite frankly, it is my phone, so I will borrow it back from time to time because I have a right to check my own phone. But I'm going to make sure that you're going to be a leader. If I ever see that you're not being a leader, well, I'm going to borrow it back until you understand what leadership is. But in the meantime, you will make mistakes. And I get that. And I'm not going to reject you. I'm not going to throw the phone out the window, depending on the mistake, of course. But, you know, we're going to learn this together because I believe in you. And you start out with that and you decide that you are going to have a joint education project in understanding the world of social media in a global digital world and that you're going to use social media with respect and responsibility. And I think you sit with your husband and your wife and you say, okay, we're going to, we're going to give it to them. And one of the caveats is every app they have on there. They're going to show to you and you're going to Google it and you're going to follow me and kids on it. And you're going to say, okay, we're going to understand how this app works. So how can you use it for good and how can it be used against you? And you're going to educate your child. And if you don't know that, contact me. I'm in the, I'm in the process of developing a rating system on this, uh, that I hope to come out with. I, uh, you know, all of these programs take time for me to research and develop it, but, develop it. but I'm beginning to come up with a, a vision and how to help you so that you and your child can go through and see the rating, see the good, see the bad, and more than, you know, so many sites just go, well, which apps are dangerous? Every app is dangerous. Facebook can be dangerous if you misuse it. You know, Skype can be dangerous, and I'm transmitting on Skype right now. Any app on the World Wide Web can be dangerous. You can't do that. We need to understand how they are they made and how to protect our child with it. So sit down and get that strategy. Husband and wife agree. Now, if you're in a divorce, that gets a lot crazier 
because of the fact that, you know, your child has been pulled back and forth, no matter how beautiful your divorce is. Some of you are better at it than others. Others of it use it as a weapon to destroy your child. And I, you know, I can't help you on this webcast if that's the kind of attitude that you're going to do, to say your mom's a bad mom and your dad's a bad dad and blah, blah, blah. You know, your child is going to get violated on social media because you're putting a child out there that, number one, has no consistency and, number two, has no one that really is going to stand beside them and be able to guide them. When you get in a tug of war over a child, that child loses. And so that's just my personal opinion. And you add a little social media argument with it, and it will get absolutely blown out of shape. The best thing you can do is literally begin to believe in your child, especially if there's a divorce, because no matter how good you are at trying to make it work, that child will blame themselves. And the way pedophiles pick up on kids and social media is a kid that doesn't feel good about themselves, a kid that is willing to take chances for a little approval. And it does. It can happen in a video game chat room. It can happen on Snapchat. It can happen on Instagram. It can happen, you know, on a text. They're in the World Wide Web, and there are people out there offering them love, affection, and approval. And if they're going back and forth between you on a divorce, I'm going to tell you they're going to be the most vulnerable kid. We call that available and vulnerable, seeking out approval, seeking out attention. And then you hand them an app like TikTok where they can go on the World Wide Web and have 35,000 followers. And at least 1% of them are going to be bad guys. And if your kid is needy, you have a volatile thing. So parenting... You know, I would encourage you, I would encourage you to have unity as much as you can. I would encourage you to believe in your child. I would encourage you to find ways to support your child and the other parent and let them know that you believe they have good judgment and they want to use it wisely. Now, if you have one of those child, children, young people, teenagers, that has already been rebellious. If you look on your child's phone and you see ghost apps like calculator, a calculator, if you see your kid has a calculator in the front of their phone, they're hiding other other apps from you. If they're doing everything in encrypted messaging and they're not willing to show you what they wrote then and tell you what they're talking about, then you have a secrecy problem. And there's a lot more going on here rather than how the app works. It is the fact that you do not have openness and trust between you, that the the child is on there taking chances. And if you've already caught them at that, the first thing you're going to need to do is begin to get counseling. It isn't the app's fault. It isn't necessarily the child's fault. There is a breach in openness and and conversation in your uh, openness in your conversation, trust in the relationship. Your child is taking chances, and that is going to happen in social media. So I don't expect your child to show you everything they ever did, but if they're starting to engage in secret behavior, then you've started down a path that will only get worse. And that's a problem. Now, children do need some level of autonomy as they're starting to get their own identity. I get that. 
But the challenge of parenting in the digital world is when your child is hiding a bunch of stuff for us and especially a relationship. And they're telling you, no, no, it's just a girl I'm talking to. You need to know who that girl is. It's probably a guy. And that's true whether your child is a girl or a boy. Many boys are being taken in because they think they're talking to a girl. And it's a 56-year-old man from Milwaukee. Sorry, Milwaukee, I always pick on you. This is Opal Singleton, Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We come to you every Thursday morning at 7 a.m. All these shows are archived at exploitedcrimes.com. Go to listen. We're up against that break. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers, will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. Psych Up Live with host Dr. Suzanne Phillips offers a psychological perspective on coping with common and current life issues. This show addresses topics as varied as marital stress, insomnia, depression, raising teens, campus violence, and building self-resilience. Listen in as Dr. Phillips and her guest experts share the latest in books, findings, and information that will inform and enhance your life journey. Psych Up Live is heard every Thursday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time, 11 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Hello and welcome back to Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. We are talking about smart parenting in a global digital world. And it is by far the greatest challenge of all time. There is no doubt in my mind how this is. So we have been talking about the need for unity in parenting, 
uh, having a strategy, a strategy that you share, a strategy that you agree on, because your child, as every child out there, is going to take chances. They're going to experiment. I keep saying that it is the greatest societal experiment of all time, because we are taking our most precious resource in the world And we are taking kids who have no adult thinking yet, no critical uh, cognitive reasoning. They're hormonal. We're we're doing this as these kids. First of all, we're doing it pre-puberty, you know, pre-pubescent now. Uh, That is the scary part of apps like TikTok. Uh, because you see 9, 10, 11-year-old kids on there. You would never allow a 9-year-old kid to go out and play in the middle of the freeway. But when you put a 9-year-old kid without supervision on something like TikTok, it's akin to allowing them to play on the 91 freeway out here. And then when they get hit by a car, you say, you know, that darn Caltrans, they sh- that what are they doing allowing my kid to play on the freeway? It's the pavement's fault. What are we doing, folks? You know, it is not who is the parent here? This is one of the greatest times of all times. Kids are going to be kids. So when we hand them a stick of dynamite, you know, some of them are going to pull the trigger on that baby and it's going to explode on them and they are going to get hurt. And you cannot blame the dynamite. You just cannot. We have to be smart parents on how this works. So the first thing you have to do is teach yourself that dynamite does explode. Hello. (laughs) Just give you a little analogy here. It is a digital world, and there are many ways this can go wrong. And we need to educate ourselves on how it can go wrong. And more important, we need to be able to sit down with this child and be able to explain to them that you believe in them. We have to give them a certain level of grace and understanding that they are going to experiment with this kind of thing. But we cannot just allow them to play without supervision. I am not a for I'm not for one extreme of you know I'm going to monitor everything my kid does. They come home from lunch. I'm going to read their email every night. I'm going to read it. I'm going to tail them everywhere they go. I'm going to block everything. I'm going to control. If you do that, you're going to have a child that's simply going to go to school and bar somebody else's phone. It is a real wide, real, real world out there, and this stuff is accessible everywhere. It is not hard to get. So we can't use that, you know, I'm going to lock them in a prison. Neither can we use that all permission kind of thing. You need to be involved. You need to be able to look at a phone, and you need to educate yourself in a way that you can understand what you're looking at. So the way I really look at this is, You share with the kid, yes, this is the greatest challenge of all time, and you find it exciting. Make it a positive thing. Let them know that you're going to trust them to some level on it. You're not going to just let them play on the freeway because they're going to get clobbered, and you don't want that. So you're going to understand how all this works yourself. And you can do that by following me and kids. You can do that by writing me if you have a question at Opal at me and kids. But you're going to get involved. Now, when you start to see, now, first of all, if you see them, you know, start to take some chances, what you do is you sit down with them and say, 
you know, let's look at some of these cases on me and kids' website, uh, on me and kids' Facebook site. And so I use empathy. This generation lacks empathy because they're unable to project out. You see what is happening. One of the things is that not only are they having to make judgments in a fantasy world, they're using real-life emotions like you might have in a real relationship, in a real-life world where you can see that guy or girl eye-to-eye, and they're using that in a world that they perceive to have no consequences. So nobody is able to help them yet. I'm working on trying to explain to kids, you know, when you fall in love on the Internet with someone you've never met, Help them define what kind of relationship they should be looking for. We need to begin to talk to kids about how do you evaluate an Internet relationship. In other words, if you're dating a guy for nine months in real life, you're going to tell right off the bat, does he have a job? Uh, Does he take care of himself? Does he take care of others? Does he have empathy? Is he courteous? Is he kind? Or is he all about self? Is he making demands? Is he controlling everything in your life? Those are all judgments you can make in a real life decision. But when you're out there in cyberland, you cannot make those judgments because pedophiles are really good at their craft. They will give our kids four or five pieces of information and they will even begin to bait them. You see, our kids fall in love with a fantasy when they can't see what they're really talking to. This is why when I go out, I show them, you think you're talking to this, you're getting that. And one of the first things that that a pedophile will do is start boxing the child in so the pedophile is making all the demands and the child is doing all the giving. I share with kids, you know, if you have a guy who's asking all the questions and you're a girl and you're 14, And you're talking to him and you think he's 16 and he's asking all these questions, you know, ask yourself, you know, are you, are they doing all the demanding and you're doing all the giving? You're doing all the answering. What do you know about them? What do they know about you? You see, if you're in a relationship that's in cyber world and they're doing all the demanding, that is not a relationship. That is, in fact, a negotiation and you are losing. So start to take a look about what do you know about them? What do they know about you? These pedophiles, I watch them. Share these cases with them uh, on Facebook because you'll see in these cases, they get extremely lopsided in the relationship. All of a sudden, he's making them prove their loyalty. That's one of the first things they'll do. Make them prove their loyalty to that guy. And, uh, you know, kids want to please, especially when you're 11, 12, 13 years old. They want to please you, mom and dad, and now they're in that first relationship, and they can't really see what that person looks like, but they're basing it on the fact that they can see what you look like, and they want your approval. They transfer that into the on-time relationship, and so they're like sitting ducks, They're like putty in this guy's hand, and these guys really know how to play it. And so uh, we start to talk to your kids about, oh, look at this case. This girl is like in love with this guy, 
But it's not, you know, if she could see that he's really 56 and he's, you know, fat as as a bear out there and he hasn't shaven for three weeks and he's a pedophile and he's sexually addicted and he's a nasty creep, you know, if she could see that, she would feel so violated. But she can't see that. She can't. She's thinking it's this guy. And share these stories with your kids so they get a taste of reality and teach them to calibrate how to evaluate a relationship. You see, you can't have those kinds of conversations, mom and dad, if you're going, thou shalt not, thou shalt not. You're a bad kid. You did this. These kids are going to need your approval. Remember, you're the parent. They still need your approval. This is why they won't tell, by the way. Once they get caught in one of these traps, I think the greatest shame to experience is being caught in a sex act by a parent. I think that's got to be the greatest innate fear. I don't know about you, but that even transfers into adults. How many of you as adults go to visit your parents and you're married, but you're not doing it in a bed in their house? (laughs) That's called inhibitions, and they are deeply ingrained. Mom and dad, your kid is just like you, only smaller and more tender and more vulnerable. If there's ever a time a child needs the approval of a parent and the forgiveness and grace of a parent is when they are caught in a bad sex act. They need your approval. Now, that doesn't mean they get to own the store and have no consequences. I'm not suggesting that. But one of the things that we need to teach parents in a world of global digital media is grace when a child makes a mistake and becomes a victim in one of those global sex acts. It is far-reaching consequences. It will change your marriage. It will change who you are as a parent. But they need you to stop and cool off. Go somewhere, dad especially, you will start to feel rage. If you catch your kid in a sex act where they're being violated by another human being, you will blame yourself first, then you blame your wife, you blame your kid, you blame the phone, and you go into rage from the bottom of your toes to the top of your head, and I'm going to ask you to go somewhere and cool off. Take about 30 minutes, you know, drink water, touch your toes, exercise, Ask God to give you grace. Ask God to give you uh, wisdom. And then go back in there, and I don't care if that kid is six foot tall and weighs 280 pounds. Put your arms around him and say, son or honey, I believe in you. I care about you. I'm here for you. This is one of the greatest challenges of parenting in this age, and I am here for you. This is a mistake. It's a big mistake. It's a costly mistake. We are going to have to deal with it, but you are not alone. I am here with you. I believe in you, and we are going to get through this together. Yep, we got to go to the cops. It's going to get ugly, but you're not alone. You're going to be strong, I'm going to be strong, and we're going to get these bastards that violated you. And we're going to use this as an experience so this never happens to you again. You are worthwhile. You are valuable. I am here for you. We have have a mistake, but there are millions of mistakes when you live in a global digital world. 
What we need to do first is fix a mistake, and then you and me together, we're going to find a strategy so that you once again can be a leader on the World Wide Web. My name is Opal Singleton. The show is Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. I'm going to ask you to stick with me, folks. We are coming up against our break. You can uh, follow all of our work at Me and Kids on Facebook. I'd ask you to do that. If you have it in your heart to support this show financially, you can go to Me and Kids, meandkids.org, and then hit donate. Thank you for your support. We'll be right back. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers is the most important book a parent will read this year. Human trafficking is one of the fastest growing crimes in America. Three out of four victims are U.S. citizens. Most are our young people who have been lured into prostitution by a boyfriend or girlfriend or hook up with a newfound love on the Internet. Sometimes they are victims of blackmail as a result of sending a revealing photo. Sometimes it's catastrophic. Opal Singleton, president of Million Kids, has written a powerful book for parents, educators, civic leaders, and first responders about how predators use social media, apps, chat rooms, video games, and the dark web to access, groom, recruit, and exploit young people. It is truly a must-read for every parent, grandparent, and teacher in America. Seduced, the grooming of America's teenagers will help you understand how technology makes an innocent teen vulnerable to predators and how to talk to teens to keep them safe. Priced at $15.99 plus $4 shipping, Seduced can be ordered at millionkids.org. Share this with everyone you know. If you are interested in real estate in America's largest city or anywhere, be sure to listen for Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco. Although our focus is on Manhattan and other real estate markets in and around New York City, we'll have plenty of information that will help you successfully buy, sell, and close a transaction no matter where you are in the world. Good Morning New York Real Estate with Vince Rocco can be heard every Tuesday at 9 a.m. in New York, 6 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. This is Opal Singleton, host of Exploited Crimes Against Humanity. Did you know that every day in America, more than 9,000 kids are sextorted? That means blackmail with an illicit or naked photo. This does not have to happen. Me and Kids has been educating in schools for over eight years now. And it is my dream to make a documentary that we can give to free to every school in America across the nation to educate our kids about how the Internet works and where a naked photo goes when you hit send. But we need matching funding on this. So if you have it in your heart today to support us in this documentary, please go to GoFundMe Million Kids. That is GoFundMe Million Kids and donate today. We can make this world a safer place for your kids and our kids. GoFundMe Million Kids. Thank you for your support. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You are listening to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. If you have a question or comment, please send an email to opal at millionkids.org. 
That's O-P-A-L at millionkids.org. Now, back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Here again is Opal Singleton. Well, hello and welcome back to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. I just really wanted to mention that this show is brought to you because many people send donations. Uh, 25 bucks here, 50 bucks there, some of them even more. And I am very, very grateful. Uh, this is how we stay on the air. This is how the show continues on. This is how the education that we do out there uh, works and matters, uh, going out into schools and talking to kids and and uh, your grandkids, your kids, and if you have it in your heart to support this show, I would really appreciate it by going to www.millionkids.org and hitting that donate button. Uh, some of them actually set it up on rotating and uh, donate each month. And I'll tell you, every dime matters in this business. It is hard to raise money for education, for prevention and intervention. Everybody wants to support the victim, and I'm not against that. We need victim services, but, you know, there are tens of millions of people that can be kept out of it and only a few hundred victims that are needing support. So let's focus on the tens of millions and make sure that they're never a victim, and that's our work. So as I close this show out, I I want to reiterate one more thing. The reason that it's so important to have the strategy and have consistency and have open dialogue and have grace and and exchange and have uh, boundaries. I do not want to overlook the boundaries. You know, you see your child in trouble. You need to remember you're the parent and they need your help. They may be hiding a lot that you can't they cannot disclose to you. One of the ways pedophiles keeps our kids uh, locked up is by threatening their family, threatening to disclose the naked photo they were lured into sending. They will even doctor up photos that they didn't send and threaten with them. And so kids can't tell. So you do need boundaries, but you also need to have open relationship where that you can talk about how all of this works and let them know that they're probably going to make mistakes. And that there is no mistake they can make that will ever separate them from you. And you need to stand by that now. This may be more than you can actually perform. I don't know. Some of these mistakes will change these kids' lives forever. But I do want to just mention about TikTok because we have talked about it. TikTok changed the way our kids communicate. It literally allows our kids to go on the World Wide Web and do a 15-second video And many of these TikTok followers have 35,000 followers, excuse me, uh, presenters have 35,000 followers, 90,000 followers, 250,000 followers. No nine-year-old ought to be on a world stage without supervision that has 35,000 followers. It's, you know, 1% of them will easily be pedophiles. And they can reach back to your child. If you have text on their phone, they can be reached and they can be seduced. And I'm going to tell you, a nine-year-old child does not get a phone unless a parent hands it to them. So who's responsible here? So I'm going to ask you to think that out. If you don't have TikTok, download it. It's kind of fun. It's not a bad app. But you need to understand and set with your child that you have taken your child from a closed environment where they know everyone they're talking to, to being and performing on the worldwide stage where literally thousands of people can then talk back to you. 
They know where you transmitted from. They know where your, they know your profile. They know your uh, address. Your excuse me, your uh, text address, and they know where you're transmitting from, and they can reach you. You are reaching the worldwide web, folks. This is the greatest challenge of all time to be a parent. But I believe you're up to it, mom and dad. You need a strategy, and you need to educate yourself. Me and Kids is here for you. That is the work that we do. That is why all these people donate, so that we can educate you and we can educate your kids. This is a changing world, but it's not going to go away, and denying it is not going to be helpful. We need to wade in. We need to believe in each other. We need to educate each other. We need a strategy. We need grace. And we need open conversation. This is absolutely uh, uh, important in there to do that. And finally, I believe the four most important words in all of this battle here that is going on is I believe in you. We need to take care of each other. You know, give each other a hug. If you're riding or in a car with somebody or if you're sitting there with a family member, look at them and tell them how important they are to you. Put your arms around your child and let them know how much you believe in them. And put your arms around each other. You know, I lost my husband two years ago, and I'll tell you what, it was the most important relationship in my life. And I am grateful even to his very last hour. We looked at each other, and we took care of each other, and we supported each other. You know, none of that has to change just because we are in the World Wide Web. If there's ever a time in our society where we need to be able to understand the value of empathy and understanding and caring, it is in today's society. If there's ever a time that our kids need to know how important they are to us, it's now. So on the one hand, let your kid know that they're so important to you that you are going to take time and energy to educate yourself. You're going to understand these apps and you also are going to give them boundaries. And that means that you are, whatever app they have, you're going to know about it. And the two of you are going to Google it and you're going to understand how it works. And you're going to follow me and kids on Facebook. And you're going to listen to these podcasts. You're going to send them to other family members. And you're going to analyze these various cases so that you can sit with your son and daughter and use empathy and go, look at what happened to this poor kid. I would never want that to happen to you. But if it did, I want you to know my door is open. I'm able to forgive you. You're going to make mistakes. This is the craziest generation that's ever lived. But I also believe in you. I believe you are going to be the leader of the next generation and the leader for your little brother and sister. So I'm going to work with you on it. You know, certainly I'm not going to just send you out on the freeway to play. I'm not that kind of parent. I love you too darn much to do that. So I'm going to check it. And if you start going wrong, you bet we got boundaries in this house. And that is how, you know, you share with your child. Every time you do what's right instead of what's easy, you gain character. And we need to teach our kids how to have character in a global digital world. Mom and Dad, I'm for you. You got the greatest challenge of all time, but I believe in you, and I believe you're going to be up to it. This is Opal Singleton at MillionKids.org. Please follow us on Facebook. Thanks to each and every one of you that support our work. We'll be coming to you again next Thursday morning at 7 a.m. California time. You folks have a great week. 
Thank you for tuning in this week to Exploited, Crimes Against Humanity. Please join your host, Opal Singleton, for another edition next Thursday at 10 a.m. Eastern Time, 7 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. We'll have another important discussion next week.